Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Lully, 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 lully. Cool. All right, I'm I'm just gonna cut you. <laughs> All right. Um. So in I guess for the most part of the world, right? We're currently uh, experiencing this really crazy extreme heat wave that's going on. I don't know if it's the whole world, no? but California for the most specifically. Part, I said for the most part. Oh, the most part. Uh, California specifically. Is having a really is bad it the United States? No, no, the the West Coast. Oh, just the West Coast is yeah. experiencing. So yeah, all day today I was getting alerts, like uh, weather alerts for like, oh, there's a thunderstorm near you, there's a hailstorm near you, there's excessive wind near you. Meanwhile, it's it's over 105 it's, degrees yeah. most of this day. Yeah, it's over 100. Like it's in, it's 90 degrees at night. <laughs> yeah, and it's been crazy with this weather. And I, I, I feel like I should know the answer to this question, mm-hmm. but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you, how does global warming play a part in this? So that's a, it's a very heavy question to answer <laughs> because there's well, a lot. Well, because we always go back to saying, oh, it's because of global warming. That's why we have all mm-hmm. of this weather Yeah, and people right? don't like the term global warming because like winters are colder and it's like, it's not warming. Um, but certainly climate change, right? Yeah. Uh, but on average, the earth is, is getting hotter, uh, hence the warming part. Um, but to your, to your question, what is causing this, right? Yeah. You've heard of the term greenhouse gases before? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you know what a greenhouse is? Should start there. No. It's, okay. It's some sort of, actually, I'm not even going to try. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So a greenhouse is an enclosed space where you typically grow plants um, and it essentially traps both the heat and the moisture in okay. this confined space. Uh, so that way the plants can thrive. Okay. So I, I was thinking that. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, glad we're on the same page. <laughs> um, and, uh, this is a good thing for plants. Um, but if you... Especially ev- for plants that g- need warmer climate that spe- that don't have that if you're growing it in like a colder... Yeah, that, and that's right? basically what it's, what they're ma- mo- mostly used for, uh, is to grow things in colder climates that would otherwise die mm-hmm. in the colder climates. So, uh, it, uh, basically allows the plants to get unhindered sunlight, um, but it traps the warmth in the space so that way the plants don't freeze basically um and that's why we made greenhouses now we coined the term greenhouse gases to refer to gases that once entered into the atmosphere cause a similar effect so co2 is a great one here uh you will have the light coming from the sun passing through the atmosphere and hitting the ground right and a certain amount of it is going to reflect back out now greenhouse gases they do something particular they cause like a reflection in the atmosphere which causes that light that was reflected that can't back out escape to bounce back in again okay so this cap recaptures the light that would have exited the earth and caused the earth to illuminate basically and and this is because of pollution right that is no. that what the greenhouse gas what is no. the greenhouse gas so is greenhouse it just gas, co2 yes yeah, co2 methane water all of these are greenhouse gases anything that causes this reflective property of the atmosphere okay. to bounce things back towards the ground, basically. Okay. Like, certainly they reflect some of the sunlight back, but it's such a small amount, it's not not a big deal. Uh, but uh, they do keep uh, the, the photons that are bouncing away from the Earth back into the Earth, and that's what 
will essentially keep the energy inside of the Earth and Earth's system, basically. Um, and as a result, we will get warmer climate because of it. That makes sense at the basics. Yeah. It's like having a tinted glass of your greenhouse that's going to essentially keep the energy inside of the ha- inside of the structure so that way it stays warmer. So so the globe is a giant greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, basically. And uh, this is like a fine-tuned dial that you add just a little bit of CO2 and it like can cycle quite a bit. Um, and that's what we really are doing. Like we're just adding a little bit of CO2 to the overall ecosystem but that's enough to cause uh this to kind of go out of proportions now this has side effects right it's it's not just making the air warmer because that's what that immediately would do Uh, it makes the oceans warmer and warmer oceans means that they're going to behave differently with regard to precipitation um and like vaporizing water to turn into clouds to turn into rain elsewhere does that make sense Mm -hmm. um if the ocean currents change because now uh you are warming a certain part of the ocean up more than other parts and therefore the water currents are going to change that might also change the wind currents um and the wind currents changing means that areas that typically got warm air like the uk for instance would suddenly stop getting warm air out of nowhere or would suddenly get a whole lot more warm air out of nowhere. Um, and that's the climate change part of this. Um, what California is experiencing right now is basically the entire valley area of the western United States, which is a desert technically, um, is basically exhibiting trapped air that's warming up. And it's not circulating and cycling like it usually would. But we do have quite a bit of wind. Well, we're Isn't getting wind now. Enough? We're getting wind now, but we haven't had wind for about a week's worth. And the wind that we're having is not from the fresher climate of the ocean, for instance, blowing in. It's from the desert climate that's just circulating. So it's hot air that's not being like cooled down by any extent. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So that's what's causing it to get hotter. Okay. Yeah, and and this can cycle out of control quite a bit. Like if you raise uh, the temperature of the oceans, then you raise their ability to dissolve certain things like oxygen. Or you, I think you decrease their ability to dissolve oxygen. So therefore you end up with like oceans that have less oxygen and therefore less things in the oceans can survive well uh the acidity of the oceans goes up which can cause all sorts of things to die and algae blooms to start um so it's like a really goes out of control once you've hit a certain point and we're hoping that we never hit that point uh but we are rapidly approaching it um so yeah that's that's what co2 has in terms of control over global warming as a whole Sounds good. So, how much longer is this going to go on for? Well, we are <laughs> we are attempting to put a stop to it, right? Uh, and we are doing a poor job at that. Like, we have not really slowed down production of industry that causes, like, more CO2 to be pumped into the atmosphere. So, uh, there's hope that we might slow down sometime soon. And if we slow down, then we might be able to like 
put a stop to it, but by the looks of it, uh, in 20, 30 years, it's going to be really not great. So then does that mean, because I remember last time, last year, this time around, we have only had a few, like, days of over 100, mm -hmm. but it's been the past two weeks now yeah. and heading towards next week to be another over 100. Mm -hmm. So does that mean, like, as we progress, like, it's just going to be the new thing, you know? The the new range is going to be just nearly 90, 100 every year, and it's just going to get hotter and hotter. Yeah, so uh the the weather do you think do you think us as humans will evolve to i don't know to better adapt to this type of weather if we keeps getting that way yeah i wouldn't say <laughs> we'll evolve but we certainly could find a way to adapt uh we might have trouble maintaining our current population um because if if, for instance, uh, the weather continues to swing in these wild directions, then we might not be able to produce enough food to satisfy oh, the 7.9 billion people on Earth okay. or whatnot. Um, and that's that's the biggest limitation, right? We humans are capable of surviving in the heat itself. Like, that is not too much. Like, it sucks, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, but uh, we we don't, like, suddenly melt and turn into goop. Um, so we are capable of functioning in this kind of heat. We have survived in similar climates throughout human history. Um, we just... Have we? To an extent. Like, desert climates. Like, you see tons of cultures that have evolved around that, right? As long as they have a steady source of water, though, then it's doable. If the water runs out, then that's the problem. Mm -hmm. It's not the heat, per se. And that's what they're warning about with the current heat wave... Uh, here is that it's not the highs that are worrisome. Like, oh, it's hitting 115 degrees Fahrenheit today. That's not the worrisome part. The worrisome part is that night it's not cooling back down. Because typically in a desert, the days are hot and the nights are cold. Mm -hmm. And here at the moment we have hot days and hot nights, which means that none of the ecosystem can really reset mid like mid night cycle in order to prepare for the next day ahead conserve water do any of those kinds of things um it's just kind of like resource constrained all the way through that but even even if we try to do something the the result of what we're gonna like even today we mm -hmm. say okay starting tomorrow we're gonna do all the changes that's gonna help with yeah this. no more co2 not, we're starting to capture it's not it's still not gonna show a like re, a good result until like years from now though, mm -hmm. right yeah and that's because we've permit we've altered the ecosystem the global ecosystem enough where like ocean currents have already started to change uh, wind currents have already started to change. And once they change, they're going to stay in whatever configuration that they're kind of heading into naturally. It's not like it's just going to revert to what it was. So right? so then even if we do all these changes, we're only able to stop it from getting worse. Or, yeah, slow it down as never, it gets worse. But we're never going to be able to correct it, right? Like it's never going to get... To the point where things are supposed to be. No. Yeah, I don't think we'll be able to ever correct it. Ever. Yeah, it's... Not it's, in our lifetime, but, like, just ever. Uh, I'm sure 
on an infinite time scale, as the as the phrase is fun to say, uh, there is going to be an opportunity for humankind, consider hoping that we don't destroy ourselves, uh, to completely control our climate in an, in a like useful way. Like we put giant fans that kind of circulate the wind in just the way that we need. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can always envision something ridiculous along those lines, um, but. Uh, in our lifetimes, I don't think we're going to get back to even what our childhood was, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not that long ago. Yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Like the change from then to now is irreparable and it's going to continue to get worse over the next 15 years before it gets better. And that's assuming we stop right now because at this point in time, we did a bunch of changes and then the earth is going to be like, okay, okay. Now I'm going to do my changes because of your changes. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You got to uh, condition it to, I guess, you got to prepare it to then do it. Yeah. It, it's almost delayed. Um, and it its needle has already started moving and it's going to continue moving because it's a monumental thing that's happening, right? Um, and if we were to stop all the bad things that we're doing and immediately reverse course, we would not be able to cause the needle to stop moving at that point it's ready it's ready in progress um so uh that's more or less uh an analogy of like what would happen but uh yeah i don't think that in our lifetimes we're gonna see any meaningful improvement to the weather as we see it it doesn't mean it's gonna get hotter and hotter every year where we're gonna get more and more days that are hot and more and more days that are cold it can be completely erratic. Next year might be no hot days in the summer, except we didn't really have a winter either. The winter was all 90 degrees. Does that make sense? Oh. Like, that could be a thing. And then the following year, it's we have a very, very cold winter to the point where we have inches of snow, which would be something unheard of in, in the area that we are <laughs> in, at least. Um, meanwhile, uh, there's no summer... I mean, a few years ago, a few years ago, there were snow in, in Cal, in California, in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you would see people driving from, from, uh, some of the more mountainous regions with like snow on their car. No, 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 no. Like a few years ago in Glendale, Mm -hmm. which is like a Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On the mountain area. That's where it was snowing. Because you still have to have the altitude for that to work here. It's not cold enough. Um... But yeah, uh, that's that's something that is just going to become more normal for freak weather events to that. That's what's going to increase the freak weather events. The temperate climate that we're used to that doesn't change is that that's predictable. Mm-hmm. That's going to be gone and it's going to be replaced with surprise. Uh, he, you're in the middle of a excessive heat wave and now you're going to get thunderstorms and hail. Um which is exactly what our weather report is saying for today. Uh, the thunderstorm didn't seem to start yet, but uh, it's... The clouds are here. Yeah, the clouds are here, and we're expecting an hour of thunder and potentially hail in 104 degree weather. Um, and that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lin and Dimichan to, I don't know, figure out what we're doing what we're up to cool let us know if you have any questions that you want us to ask each other